Hey everyone, and welcome to the Diginova cast, a Digimon rewatch experience. I'm Sloan. I'm Scrafty. And I'm Tom. And we are finally back after something of a delay. Uh, I had to move. I was making a good old move to the digital world here. Uh, so also, uh, sorry, you'll probably hear more ambient background noise because I'm uh, in a different place. So apologies about that, but we are back. We're getting ready to finish off uh, Adventure with Dark Masters arc, and we're really excited. Uh, yeah, you, were, before... you were really gone for like uh, two years due to time dilation. And only, it was like yeah, it's, I was gone for three days, but it was like eight years, so I'm like 50 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some news uh, beforehand. Digimon announced the dates for two virtual conventions, which I didn't even know about until uh, Scrafty let us know. Uh, so Digifest 2020 Online will be on August 1st. And the third Digimon news navigation, I don't even know what the other ones were, but it'll be on July 17th, so it'll probably be around the time that you hear this episode. And it's gonna have some hints about the uh, series as a whole, I guess. I don't, I'm just sort of reading this news article I... from comicbook.com, but... Yeah, I expect that this won't actually have anything of any particular interest, like, in terms of, like, you know, stuff we might be interested in, like, say where on earth is Digimon survive or stuff like that. I don't think this will have much beyond, you know, maybe like, oh, look who's coming up in the anime, um, which yeah. I expect will just be fairly predictable anyway. And and, and, and no means, I'm not meaning that as shade, by the way, against the anime, the anime's been really good. But yeah, I just don't know. These things are rarely that um, groundbreaking, let's say. Again, I still believe firmly that we will uh, reach Frontier before Survive comes out. I'm st- <laughs> I'm still placing my bets on that. Yeah, it's not a bad guess, uh, to be honest. So, <laughs> Hopefully we, we reach them like concurrently, so I'm able Ooh. to enjoy that game while having to suffer through Frontier. Because I think if I just have to watch Frontier twice a week for... God knows how long, then my love for the series will fizzle out very fast. We'll just do Frontier as one big episode. <laughs> just get it all done with. Uh, and also, there were some uh, some little digital pets that they're bringing back announced. I saw them the on the pr- store. Premium digital Premium. pets. Premium. They had like a, a Digivice that looked pretty cool, but also it was like $98, so I was instantly like, sorry, I'm not that ready for a really rad collectible Digivice. And then they have two of the uh, the digital pets that mimic like the very original like little rectangular shape ones. So they look really cool. You can find them on like Bandai's website for Digimon yeah. merch. In, un- in unrelated news, we're finally announcing the uh, the Novacast Patreon. Uh, so please, <laughs> no, we're not. We're not, we're not at at one hundred dollars <laughs> a month, you can get Sloan one Digivice per month. <laughs> <laughs> No, yes. we're not doing that. We're, we're not even going to talk about it on the podcast. We're just, uh, and we don't, we don't get one each. It's just Sloan. It's just yeah. me who gets one each each month. <laughs> Why create a podcast in 2020 if you're not going to immediately turn it into some sort of racketeering scheme? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll just pull a John Krasinski, and as soon as Novacast gets big, we'll just sell the name to Saban for big bucks. Oh, nice. I'm here. That's the that's the only thing we're going to do. That's that's uh, similar to John Krasinski, just to be clear. So. <laughs> No, we're, we are oh not, no, sorry, sorry, create... I'm thinking of you're on about the guy from The Office, aren't you? Sorry, I was yeah, thinking Yeah, Jim, Jim from The Office. Unlike him, we're not going to create uh, regime change propaganda, though. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I mean, I was thinking of the dude who made Red and Stimpy. Oh, <laughs> no, that's reason. John Krikfaluska. We are certainly not doing anything he ever did. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good what I was lord. getting at. Good oh, lord. Well, 
Yeah, neither but, of those guys seem great, but one is certainly a lot worse than the other. So apologies yeah, to but I guess that's that like guy. that's like saying your your kitchen garbage is is better than the the city dump. <laughs> True. Yeah. We're yeah we're yeah. doing uh from this episode on to the till the end we're doing Dark Masters propaganda. So please be excited. <laughs> In all seriousness, speaking of the Dark Masters and their propaganda, we should get started, shouldn't we? Yeah, we've got a little bit more uh, to cover than usual this week due to some questionable editing choices in the dub, yeah, so let's launch it's kind of weird. This week we're covering episodes 40, 41, 42, and like four minutes of 43 for the English, for the dub, and then like not at all for the sub. It's very confusing. We'll explain more of that on the way. Yeah. But uh, with episode 40, Tom, do you want to take us off on that? Yeah, sure, certainly, yeah. I mean, episode 40 is uh, Pixel, right, where... The last one left off with the kids entering the digital world once again, following the um, you know the big showdown with Venom Myotismon. So they go back into the digital world, and this episode, I honestly wouldn't even say it has much of a plot to be honest. Like beyond like at an event at the end of the episode, this is really just your introduction to the new antagonists for this final arc of the show, who are called the Dark Masters. So the thing about these is that. You know, they've been basically running amok on the digital world ever since the kids went back to Japan in the, uh, you know, in, in the path of Myota's mom. And there are four, digi- four Digimon, all Mega level. So after we got introduced to Megas last time with Venom Myota's mom and then Wargreymon, Metal Gururumon's debuts, we've now got four Megas as villains. So the ante has been significantly upped. They are... In in, structure, in order in the order that they were introduced, we've got Metal Siegemon, who is like the other Siegemons you've seen so far, except somewhat metal. He's not entirely metal, so there you go. Oh, and he can speak, unlike the others. We have Machine Dramon, who is a big dinosaur dude who, yes, is also somewhat metallic and, you know, robot-like. He has big arm cannons. He's basically War Machine's, like, dino stoner or whatever. We also have Puppetmon. Puppetmon is a big, uh, like, like evil Pinocchio dude with a gigantic King D disease type type hammer. And then we've got Piedmon, who is basically Devimon if he had a clown fetish. So there you go. That's that's all Dark Masters. They're all incredibly corny, uh, except for Machine Dramon, who is rad as hell. But we're we're not up to his episodes yet, unfortunately. And their whole shtick is that they're gonna. They're just immediately off the bat, you know. They're just immediately gunning for the Digidest. The Digidest, and they're basically just falling through time and space or something, whilst each of the Dark Masters introduces themselves and and you know flicks their Digimon in on the forehead and immediately defeat them in, in almost all cases, including Angimon getting severely owned several times through the, through this episode. So he's very much his plot armor is very much a thing of the thing of the ancient past now. The episode ends with them reuniting with Piximon. Piximon, uh, who you may remember, showed up back in the Etimon arc. He is, you know, he's aware of the Dark Masters and their general way of things, and he understands that the Digidestin can beat them. But apparently, them all being together now as a, now as a group of eight isn't enough. They need something else, uh, which he uh, thankfully, uh, helpfully, does not actually elaborate on what that is so now they're on a quest to figure out why on earth they can't beat the dark masters now what else they actually need and he you know he sort of sacrifices himself to get rid of them get rid of the kids and put them far away from the dark masters so that 
they can uh, you know go about figuring out what to do and taking down the dark masters so yeah very very plot light in this episode it's very much here's the new villains and then Piximon makes the ultimate sacrifice at the end to uh, help them save the world so and not to to mention uh Chumon we also see Chumon yeah, and he yeah we do. he takes the L2 it was I felt kind of bad for him we yeah he sort of show yeah yeah that's right yeah he just show up at the beginning and and it's very much like here's the introduction to like oh things have gone he's our he's our info since dump. we last saw yeah yeah so but uh but yeah and then he does take a bullet for Mimi, I believe, actually. So, yep. which was a nice, a nice. I, I don't know who this uh, this Pixie you're talking about. Is I only know about Pickle oh, yes, Yeah, I was right. gonna, I was gonna say. That's right, Picklemon. Yeah, it's been a while. All right, it's been a while. <laughs> can't keep up. I can't keep. You know, at, at some point, you've only got so much brain space to keep up with all the ridiculous in jokes we've got. <laughs> uh, I think FIFA Who lads may have pushed out Picklemon, so uh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> apologies for that. You've, you've only got ruined your brain for so much of our bullcrap, and the, 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 that was the tip. Point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's I all just... slopping out like a chalice full of sawdust now. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. I lose. I only have one brain cell, and I lose like ten brain cells weekly editing this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You say so you have to listen to it fifty times over. So, so real, real quick, before we get into the meat of the episode, I want to address um, something I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so our main villains for this arc, the Dark Masters, they are. They all have very different names in the Japanese version compared to the English version, with the exception of Metal Cedramon, who is in both versions just Metal Cedramon. Okay. So, a s- small thing that's interesting, like the small but interesting, is that uh, Piedmon in English, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be known after like, the Pied Piper, like right. you know, the, the fairy tale thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Japanese, it's spelled similar without the D, but it's pr- pronounced like Piemon, and I think that's supposed to be like Piero, like the. the Dramatic archetype, kind of. Oh, okay. Like the stock theater oh. character of a clown. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. No, that's uh, sl- that's slightly lost on me, but um, yeah, I would have. <laughs> I see. And it's, it's like you, you you compared Puppetmon to Pinocchio, and I think it's definitely intentional because his Japanese name is literally just Pinocchio Mon. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. There's I'm probably some weird certain... copyright thing. I'm sure. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I'm sure fear of Disney lawsuit probably prevented them from going with that. That's 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 like public. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not saying you're wrong, by the way. I, I imagine that very much was the reason, but you can't. That's public. Um, what's the phrase? Public Dom- domain. Public, public domain. That's it. Yeah, like that's an old, old, old story. So I have no idea how yeah, it works. Yeah, co- copyright is, is weird. Time. It's like how in in JoJo they have to change the name of all the stands in English, even the ones that are just words. So there's a stand called Echoes, and they had to change it to Reverb. And it's like I'm pretty sure Pink Floyd doesn't own the copyright to the word Echoes, yeah. but all right. <laughs> again, again, I think that's a, I think that's just a choice, and and it's very much the choice being uh, we are a small anime dubbing firm. We do not have the resources to fight these guys if they decide to bully us for whatever reason. Yeah. you know it's it sucks, but Make, there you go. Yeah, makes sense. Copyrights and ass. So my my favorite is Machine Dramon's Japanese name is Mugendramon, which means infinite Dramon. That's it's even stylized in his Digimon Analyzer screen. It's just the infinity symbol and then Dramon. That's really cool. <laughs> it's so good. And that's cool. I think the reason why there's so much importance pl- placed on him compared to the others is that he was the main villain of the the Wonder Swan game that came out a few months before uh, this episode aired. That's that's right. So. Any kids in Japan who had played that game and then now seeing this episode would go, "Oh crap! That's that's the villain from the game." 
is there any other like importance for the villains? Because one thing that I took away from this episode when they were introducing the villains, I, I can't help but think like quite an odd bunch of of it's it's quite a odd mix, I suppose. Like it's not even really sort of a mix because you've got two Dramons there and and you've got two, you know, sort of more like what's theatrical. The yeah, theatrical, I suppose, is the best. Yeah, that's the best way to phrase it. Yeah, um, villains. So it's kind of like two pairings put together. Yeah. But then, you, like, I'm, I'm I'm looking at Metal Siege mod and I'm thinking, okay, this is a this this would have just been like a bit part, you know, like a one episode, like, uh, like for example, the last time we saw a Siege mod was Mega Siege mod back in the back in the episode where we met uh, Zudomon for the first time, and right. that was very much a throwaway, you know end of the episode monster to fight and defeat immediately like i think he only had english uh, uh, i think he only had talking lines in the door before his attack so he's like having mega sigemon be this like sorry having metal sigemon sorry be this character like an actual character with a personality and horrendous voice acting and and you know still and like sort of purpose and and meaning is uh is weird it's a bit it's a bit strange yeah i think I kind of touched on this last episode, but to get like deeper into it, I think it's a um, it's entirely an issue of a economy of characters. Because I said last week that the the reason why, like my speculation for why Agumon and Gabumon are the only two that get megas, is because they were the only two that had designed megas like in the virtual pet era. Right. 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 And the Dark Masters are just the other megas from the second wave of virtual pets. So that this is literally uh... the only megas they had access to as like creatives. Right. Okay. So they, okay. they looked at them and said, oh, I guess those are our villains then. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I, I remember that conversation. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And then they also talk about how they're stronger than others because they've been, like, megas longer. So basically, they've just been the school bullies for, like, five years. Which, which is kind <laughs> of bullcrap because, like, it's implied in the previous episode that, that the, the mega form itself is, like, a mythical legend that no one's ever actually seen before. But all of a sudden, these four jokers roll up and they've been megas for longer than anyone else has been alive two two are quite literally just jokers yeah yeah i'm you know they're, they're gonna do a lot to sort of let's say exaggerate the importance of megas and whatever make them really cool it's, and all it's that, pretty so. fast and loose with the with the quote-unquote the lore here so yeah i didn't give a i don't give much of a much of a damn about like you know, power levels and stuff like that, because I've been watching anime long enough to know that it never, it never matters. Be, you know, there's like, that's the kind of thing that like a, a small child gets excited about when watching these kind of shows. Like, the reason I'm doing this now is because the characters are decent. So, uh, you know, if they, if they want to, you know, just have megas pop up randomly after so long without any, then so be it. Not yeah, important. and you know what? I think they've got fun personalities, so I don't, I don't mind this, this yeah. grab bag of villains personally. Uh, Metal Sridgemon is a fantastic character, at least in the dub. I adore him, and we don't get to him much in this episode. He just sort of like goes like, "Heh heh heh," but yeah. he's he's great. He's a he's a great character, as we'll learn later on. Can I just say something? I think this episode sucks. Like personally, I just think it's the yeah, but bar, bar like one moment, like mainly around the Tumon stuff, because I thought that was a nice, like you know, callback to his earlier appearance, and and you know, having some depth there for that character beyond just like you know, creepy pervert monster <laughs> or whatever. Um, I just I can't stand this episode. Firstly, fifty percent of it is like is is the evolution sequences, 
And I was yeah. going to mention that yeah, there's so much stock footage in this episode. It's the fact yeah. is, and I don't want to interrupt. I'm sorry, you're on mute, but when they all go to Ultimate and you just hear Digimon, Digimon, like eight times in yep. a row, like I was about to lose it. It was, yeah, like, it was like, why can't surely- you just like do it like as like an eight way cut so you hear it once yes. and then you just hear the voices go in. Yes, absolutely, surely. Or um, uh, maybe that's something that looks super messy, especially with the lower resolution at the time. But I don't know, like, find a way around that because having that sequence play out the way it did, I can't... You know what it actually felt like? It felt like... I was I was watching, I was thinking, I imagine, like, parents watching, you know, you know, just being around their kids watching this show at the, at the time must have just thought, you know, oh, it's a load of, you know, Japanese nonsense or whatever. And, like, you have those... You keep hearing those beats because you're not invested in the show. You, yeah. you think that those those sequences happen all the time and whatever. That's my that was my what I was thinking. It's it's maddening. Um, you know how my like parents have reacted to these shows, and this episode just felt like a parody of that notion, <laughs> where you just have constantly playing the like it's just doing that constantly and then with the ultimate forms you even have the bonus of it yes just saying the words digimon over and over again and then also that weird screeching noise it plays in the background to distinguish it from the champion uh, oh yeah the, the like the whirring of the digivice yeah. or whatever yeah yeah it's oh, so it's... annoying um yeah i mean the that's i don't normally mind the digi uh, the dope version of the digi evolution sequences like obviously it's not braveheart you know but it's fine, um, but the ultimate ones are just ugh, yeah, terrible. I, anyway, I feel like if you showed someone this episode and they weren't familiar with the show, they would probably hate the show. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, it's it's so Rhodes. Like we've gone from this like really nice sort of measured introduction of this one villain. I mean, like one villain with a bunch of understudies and that to just four villains being like hey guys we're next up and we're gonna <laughs> fucking stab you in the heart or whatever and just one after another like it's a very toyetic episode like all of the you know stuff that happens and it just feels like hey kids look at all these cool toys you can buy now yeah it does it yeah. feels like it's it's just i don't know like the characters come across okay-ish i guess but you know they quickly they quickly introduce them as like what they can do you know their capabilities and so on but beyond that you don't get you don't spend enough time with them to actually learn their personality i think piedmon's the one who comes off best um he has the more most time to gurn at the camera and stuff and to be fair a lot of that is borrowed charisma because like his voice is clearly just Derek stephen prince doing a a rocky horror picture show impression (laughs) Yes, yes, he's he, very, he he felt very familiar. Yeah, it he instantly kills it. Like the second you see him as that creepy clown, it's really good. And I I also did want to give a shout out to Puppet Mon's voice actor David Lodge, who like I didn't recognize at first, but David Lodge is the dude. He's got like an insanely deep voice. Usually, like he's the dude who does um, Igor in Persona Five and oh, huh. uh, Gerald <laughs> right. in um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Wow. Okay. So, like, usually, like, a super baritone voice, the fact that he's able to pull off such a high-pitched, like, nasally voice as well is actually really impressive, I think. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do enjoy all the Dark Masters, uh, like, their personalities. So far, we just see Machine Dramon being, like, Roar as he slides around as his entrance. He just sort of, like, fades in, <laughs> like, sliding across the ground before shooting a bunch of cannon blasts at them. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, it's... I, I, I like but like, I don't... There's like zero appeal for him here beyond a big monster. 
Like, he has the same amount yeah, of head, like, Shellmon or something. I don't know. It's just not impressive at all. Yeah, basically. It's, yeah, it's cool how, like, his silence kind of serves two purposes. The, the first one is, you know, because he was a character in the video games, they probably figured he doesn't need as much introduction uh, as the, the others. But the other one is that it just makes him seem more menacing by comparison because he's not, you know, being chatty at all. He's just the uh, normal kind of monster yeah. compared to the rest of them. I mean, I guess I guess I could use that to take into my personal feelings about Metal Siegemon because, um, yeah, Machine Dramon is cool because he's very much, you know, they just let him, uh, they let his design and, you know, uh, and he has more of a, what's the phrase? Not sneaky, but like, yeah, he's very much, he's just sort of there menacing, you know, rather than Machine Dramon, sorry, rather than Metal Siegemon, who is, I just can't stand his voice. It's just like weirdly like, Surfer bro, he's, or whatever, he's, or he's, he's, yeah, he's a party bro. I love that. I love like it. I kind of love that because in, in the Japanese version, he is so boring. Like he's there's nothing to his character in the Japanese version. He's just a generic evil villain, and the the surfer dude affectation makes it hilarious hearing him say these like stereotypical villain lines, <laughs> but with like the noise, bro. I'm gonna catch a gnarly wave type of voice. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of wish they'd gone harder then, in that case, because I, I kind of feel like as it as it is, he's for some he's like bizarrely I, almost like I don't know if restrained is the right word, but he he doesn't go quite far enough with the you know c- compared to some of the other Digimon who like have the most like obvious impression of folk. You know, I'm thinking of folks like Digitamamon back in that restaurant episode, for example, and mm-hmm. you know Phantomon or whatever. Um, you know, it's 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 like for some reason it just puts me off. Which is kind of, I guess it kind of works nicely considering he's a villain and he doesn't do you to want to see him get, you know, say, just for, just just out of thin air, completely shredded apart from the inside out. Um, you know, you can't wait to see that 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 happen, for for example. But, um, we'll get there. He, he um, I don't know, he just, he just put me off for some reason. So anyway, Fun uh, if, fact, though, if, uh, you guys, if, if you folks like him, then. I, I think I he's I think he's like I can hear when he just like screams River of Power like so clearly in my mind's eye. Yeah. That's cool. It's River it's, of Power is a cool name. It's such a cool yeah. name and the way he just like screams it is really great. And also uh uh Metal Cedarmon's voice actor Doug Airholtz also voices Chumon, so in this episode, and he voices <laughs> Jim Keto, which is kind of weird to think about. Yeah, and he'll yeah, he'll you, uh, go on to voice TK in O2 as well. Yep. You don't get to be a voice actor in Digimon without having some serious range. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Honestly, I like... you, you really, you really yeah. do have to have some good range. Yeah, like yeah. it's such a budget they, they show. Get you to do anything. But yeah, I, I think he's a fun character. And maybe you're just like you know biased because I'm I'm watching the two versions back to back and it's making some personalities stand out a lot more. But like, I think <laughs> if if you just watch this Japanese version, like Metal Seedra would be the most forgettable villain in the entire series. But because he has that extremely unfitting affectation it just makes it really memorable to me honestly i i don't think i, I do i still think the, the main thing that stands that makes metal scene metal Seedramon stand out from other villains is is the way he dies so <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get to it in a we'll bit but, but yeah that's that's still the main thing for me but honestly to tom but, i would agree i do think this episode it's very just like here's the exposition Okay. Yeah, should, now you're now you're gone. Your friends are episode. dead. You're you've kind of lost. Like in that yeah. sense, it's sort of good, but it is very much the we're just gonna spend this whole twenty one minutes to introduce everything, so that way for the last set of episodes, 
you can just be right in it. Yeah, this, yeah, this it, episode it, is like it, a 30-minute long version of that one scene from the Spider-Man PS4 game when the Sinister Six all break out of prison at once and just kick Spider-Man's butt over and over <laughs> and over again. See, that's the thing. Like, You can have an episode which is very much the heroes getting brought back down to Earth or whatever after, after a victory or, or you know whatever you want to do. Uh, and you can have an episode which spends time introducing these villains. But this one is just boring it's poorly edited it's no yeah it's got definitely no, there's no rhyme or reason to like the way that these characters are introduced and and or even their motive like their motivations aren't even expanded upon and i'm almost saying that more of, of a case of like i never really had to think about that with my autismon it was kind of like yeah he's i guess he just wants to take over the world or whatever but you know it's the, the things that he does which made him a great villain and the way he went about and did them like same with etamon uh, this is more, much more in the Devimon sort of style they're, of like they're just evil because they're jerks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, which it's is, pretty, it's pretty amazing how uh, an episode where three supporting characters die is so overall uneventful. Wait, is it three? Yeah, you got Sukumon, Chumon, and uh, no, Sukumon. Sukumon, Sukumon is implied, screen, is implied so. dead. I it's, think. it's stated dead in Japanese version. Chumon oh. says he died. Oh. Uh, that's well, he doesn't even die. He doesn't even die on screen. So, and also, he's a big pile of poo. So, I don't really care. <laughs> poor, poor um, one out for uh, Sukumon, Chumon, and uh, Picklemon. Picklemon is a cryptic jerk-off right to the end. I, yeah, he, he, I kind of like not, that I, I scene a lot. I think that's really good. Like, even though I don't like Picklemon. And it feels like very random to have like this this big character because he is a big character when he shows up to just be like, "Hey, I'm back." But his sort of standoff with the Dark Masters is really good, considering he's like five inches tall, standing up against like these giants, just the worst of digital humanity. Hey, he yeah, he holds his own. I I don't I don't mind Pikachu too much. Um, the that scene, I think. Yeah, he's, again, talk about poorly edited. It was just such a weird scene, and the, the climax of it is held off until the next episode. So only in the they, dub, they though. Go, they go, for, yeah, only in the dub. Right? I was, I was, I was thinking if that was the case for the Japanese version, I thought I bet it's not based yeah. on what you told us already yeah. about how the Metal Siegemon stuff goes down later on. Yeah, like the it's so weird. Like the I don't remember this happening at all in you know, my previous watches of the show, but it's been made very clear upon like you know reflection that. That one Lilymon episode where they, they spliced off the end of the episode and kept it as a cliffhanger for the next one set this really weird precedent where they do that so often. Like they, Literally every single episode we watch this week does that in the dub. They, they splice off the end of the episode and hold it over to the next one so that they can have a bigger cliffhanger. And that's so annoying to me. Yeah, I get, I get the feeling that was that almost feels like a network mandate or something like that to keep, pe- to keep the kids coming back for more or whatever. You know, it's yeah. just like... Very nice. Especially as the show becomes a bit more serialized, like it's yeah, I can, I can see them doing that sort of thing more. But yeah, it it sucks. It's annoying. It's awkward and and it messes. It makes it it makes it harder for us to do our podcasts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not I'll, that's not great. Either. I don't want to get too into it, but we probably spent about thirty minutes on one on one week after recording just trying to figure out how to do this particular group of episodes because yeah, of the I way know. that it cuts off and it's edited it was very frustrating and uh digimon editors uh please go back in time and edit these better yeah it's like they 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 hold off like natural conclusion points like the denouement of an episode 
and slap it right in the beginning so instead it feels like you've got so much going on in the next episode instead yeah i i i still feel like their you know my dream thing would be like if they got like they got the dialogue and all that from from uh, and and also stuff like the background music and things like that because i do i do think the background music is usually pretty decent took all that stuff and then like slapped it together with like the the general like episode structure and stuff like that of the uh, of the Japanese version and then also included the music of course so like I don't know some sort of like dream du- remastered dub or something like that and in those moments yes get rid of the goddamn cliffhangers and stuff like that because oh, they're annoying but I know that never happened also there's one other thing we need to talk about regarding the Dark Masters and that's their headquarters named yes. Spiral Mountain yeah, it's my but the banjo kazooie anime. Yep, the banjo kazooie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, what if what if the dark masters all talk like banjo kazooie characters? Please don't. I don't want to like put that thought in my head. <laughs> Someone needs to edit that. Someone needs to edit like you, you, the scene. You, where, yeah, the scene you, where they're all being introduced. You, 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 you. <laughs> and Piedmon's head just drops. Something. No, Piedmon should no. Uh, Puppet Mon should have just should just Grunty's voice. <laughs> oh my god you're so right but also did you just in case spiral mountain looks to... really cool it looks really cool it's just this dumb big mountain with a bunch of like land masses formed up and like a big observatory type thing on top but it's just cool like it's it's corny and i love it it's just a big dumb cheese twist yeah it's a it's a it's a big dumb curly fry <laughs> uh, hey i'm piedmon i'm a dark master coming here will be such a disaster. <laughs> Sorry. Grunty rhymes are hard to do off the top of your head. That was a good uh, improvisation. That was really good. Right yeah, I was trying to think uh, of... When we do our yeah, Digimon nothing, Abridged nothing. series, we'll have you play the voice of Piedmon. We have to call it Abridgimon. Abridgimon has already been done. and God damn it. No, it has. It was perfectly fine. For some reason, I've seen it pop up more and more on my YouTube recommends, clearly because I've been listening to Butterfly too much. <laughs> a Bridgimon, yeah, a Bridgimon, uh, yeah. Just, just a brief note on that. That was, that was like a halfway decent April Fool's joke from Team Four Star, like a while ago, where they did a dub of the like our war game, basically, and it was kind of fun, except for the fact that it had like a billion jokes about tying as you wanted to fox. So, oh no! Uh, if you can get past that, if you can get past that, and you like the Dragon Ball Z bridge stuff, then I. Yeah, it's kind of kind of fun. You, you say if you can get past that, as though at least yeah, a handful I'm, of people can, aren't gonna watch, are going to watch it just for that now. <laughs> Hopefully, that's coming across in my voice that I'm like that's kind of a killer. But again, just to reiterate, it was an April Fool's joke, so you know, take that as you take that as you will. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. We're not doing an abridged uh, Digimon dub ourselves. We're not. No, uh, we're not. Ever. But also, I like how the Dark Master's attacks are Middle Seedramon just shoots, like, incredibly high-pressure water beams out of his nose, I guess. Uh, out of his gun nose. His gun nose. Uh, Machine Dramon <laughs> just shoots infinite energy uh, spheres out of his gun shoulders. Puppetmon... His Mugen cannons. His, yes. Uh, Puppetmon shoots... With his Mugen cannons, he can create extremely janky fighting games. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Puppetmon shoots 410 billion energy blasts out of his ha- gun hammer, but Piedmon just throws swords. Yeah, he's a baller. Like he just, he, and you know what? He throws swords, and they instantly turn the megas. Like, it is, off, but just imagine like, that you uh, have water gun nose, you have gun shoulders, gun hammer, swords. 
<laughs> you can tell this is you can tell this is Toei anime because as soon as the like latest cool badass like you know forms are introduced and defeat the main villain for the arc, they instantly get just completely you know they just job instantly to the next villain. Like it is completely just Vegeta in like the Cell Saga all over again <laughs> of him just you know yeah. like Piedmon is Android eighteen and the the Megas are Vegeta's back. <laughs> So or arm or whatever happens, yeah, his arm. So, I, yeah, I think it's it's extremely ballsy of of the the Digidestin to try to use champions to fight Omega. Yeah, eight champions yeah. against. I'm like, you guys are all idiots. Like, yeah, this this is this is all. Yeah, you're all. I, dumb I feel kids. like they should know better, but they don't. Oh. Also, can I go on my uh, tangent about lines I really loved in this episode? Go and, like, for moments it. I loved. Uh, Joe nearly falling off the cliff. And then, like, no one caring about him because Chumon is there. And Gomamon is just sort of, like, just messing around with him. Like, I wonder what it's like to have elbows as Joe is about to fall off a cliff. That's see, in the Japanese yeah. version, that's actually part of a running joke between Joe and Gomamon. Where it's like, I don't know why it, they keep making this joke. But, like, once every ten episodes or so, they have a comment where Joe asks Gomamon to give him a hand. And Gomamon looks down at his flippers and says, do these, do these even count as hands? <laughs> I love that. That's like really that. good. That's a that that's fun. a peak Gomamon thing. Also, uh, Andrew Omon just crushing Kari, just falling on Kari and just like breaking her <laughs> in half because <laughs> I I remember seeing that gif recently and I thought that was like gonna be from later on, but seeing from that like actually made me laugh because it's just so like she goes to catch Andrew Omon and just gets just hit to the ground basically. Yeah, she literally throws herself in the way. It's like I can catch. Like this, I can do this, you know, and then six boop. foot tall woman. <laughs> and then also yeah. Mimi uh, saying you should bop yourself for how you look in that stupid helmet to Puppetmon. Again, the Mimi <laughs> roasts are like always on point, and, and she, she calls Piedmont a fashion disaster. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she gets uh, two two uh, outfit dunks on this. She judges their fits so hard. She really does. She says Honestly, you do not she have. Probably, she probably does more damage than the Megas do. Honestly. And then she has yeah. her breakdown about not wanting to be there, which, like, you know what? After we've just you've just gotten bodied by four megas without any effort by them, I too would probably be crying. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, um, I do. I did like this episode as is. Uh, I mentioned it in my summary. But yeah, the the final. What's the phrase I was trying to look for? So the, this is the end of Angimon as like a remotely impressive Digimon. Yeah, like he is completely out of his league now and he just digivolves with the rest of them now and uh, which I think he did last episode to be fair but regardless he is very much yeah just just there to be another you know another one of the guys and uh, yeah I guess Angie, Angie Woman also fills that role really quickly they barely do anything so you know giving up for O2 I suppose and I think in that sense it's it's really good because you get to see like just how strong the Dark Masters are that like even like these two who were like going up against Myotismon and Venom Myotismon are getting tossed around like ragdolls and yeah. I think that's cool but also I definitely kind of agree that like aside from a few moments this was not a great episode yeah this, this yeah, is just the so job squad it really is. Yeah. Like this is I feel like the weak one of the weakest episodes so far where I'm just kinda like, okay, like I wanna get to the meat of things. Yeah, when are we gonna get to the fireworks factory? There's a fireworks factory? 
That's just the entire episode. Is you're waiting for them to get to the fireworks factory, but they never get there. Is this a reference to something? Yeah, I feel like it is, but I can't remember what it is. That just felt flatter than this episode's plot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, you need to, yeah, you need you, to say you, it now. You know it's, know weird. From. it's weird it's, not to it's, say it. It's from uh, the Poochie episode of The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Oh, right. I, yeah. I, I thought it seemed familiar, but... I, I just Googled it, and there's a, there's a level from Spyro 3 called Fireworks Factory, so that was very... Well, that didn't help, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you both were a cultured. No, yeah, um... I'm not. I watch Digimon Weekly and do a podcast about it. There's no culture <laughs> yeah, who, in these bones. Who would do an episode about rewatching The Simpsons? Like, come on, that's just not. Like, <laughs> surely, surely, no one does that. I, yeah, surely, it sounds like a <laughs> uh, you know half baked idea that'll never catch on. Never. Speaking of uh, culture, though, you know who uh, you know who Piedmon quotes in this episode. He does a. a uh, much anticipated follow-up to our, our boy Myotismon quoting oh, the great poet Robert Frost by quoting um, the bard himself, uh, Bill Shakespeare. Bill <laughs> What's he? What's that. he quote? Because I must have missed that because I am uncultured like Piedmon. So when, when he's introducing the Dark Masters when they get to, the, get to the Coliseum, he says, allow me to introduce the players in this comedy of errors, which is one of the opening lines from the, the William Shakespeare play, The Comedy oh, of okay. Errors. Oh, I recognize the comedy of errors like reference. I didn't realize that was a, literally a line from it, though. Like, yeah, I just kind of yeah. thought it was because again, I'm an uncultured swine who d- does not like know anything. I just thought like it was more comedy of errors, as in the Digidestined are making errors by going up against them or something. I'm sure that's like the the quote unquote double entendre of the line, but yeah, that's it's... the drag. But yeah, the reference. Yeah. How, is... how do they know what Shakespeare is? Because they're they're made up of, of uh, internet information. It's probably Shakespeare online. I guess, but this is also late '90s. So, like, was Wikipedia really that big yet? Uh, when, Saban, when you got Note, some explaining to do. Become popular because Cliff's Notes was was an online resource earlier, right? Wasn't it? I don't know. I'm, one second, I'm looking. I'm looking this up. We got to fact check. We got to fact check Cliff's Notes for our Digimon podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. Clusnos existed uh, online since '98, so I'm my head canon now is that Piedmon is entirely based on on data from deleted Clusnos websites on Shakespeare. I mean, okay. there's also a gigantic hole to Earth floating above them. Like maybe Stratford upon Avon just fell into there, fell into Fire Island or something. You know, <laughs> anything could have happened. It's Digimon. It's I'm I'm accepting that as canon because I have the power to do so. <laughs> Also, the Coliseum, did anyone else think that was, like, the arena from a server, or was that just me? Yeah, it, it looked like it. Because they also, and uh, this is a little going a little bit ahead, they end up on a very familiar beach next episode, so I thought, like, they were just sort of, like, revisiting areas they'd already been before, and I thought, like, oh, is that the Coliseum? Just very different looking? I'm not yeah, sure. I, 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 I feel like it was definitely supposed to be, like, a, a bit of a callback. The whole sequence of them just falling through, falling through the earth, and it was very it, funny. It was, just, it was just daft. It was, it was like it didn't make any, it didn't make any sense, like where they were or why, they, why they were just falling downwards all the time, and oh, just like really annoying, really lazy. I thought. Best also, part of the uh, sequence dude. that was was Puppet Mon pulling a Google is free when Izzy asks who he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at my profile. He's your really passive aggressive friend who when you ask a question, he says he gives you the let me Google that for you link. <laughs> Add me on MySpace. And then you can find out more about me. 
<laughs> let me let me show you my GeoCities page. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an inappropriate um, answer, and then you got you've got it. Perfect. Can we move on from discussing this episode because we spent about forty minutes just talking about this shit show of an episode? Yeah, we should move on. We, we spent I'm far to too long. On. Yeah, we spent far too long just dunking <laughs> on this this silly episode. So, okay. Yeah, so. it's it's not great, but you know it has a purpose to fulfill, and it fulfills that with base level competency, so we can move on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's just boring and yeah. also bad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, episode just forty, kidding, but not really. Episode 41, then, we see uh, the end of Piximon's uh, brave sacrifice. He squares off the Dark Masters, who essentially nuke him into non-existence. <laughs> he gets the game's completely wrecked. It's <laughs> kind of emotional. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I felt a little sad for him. They end up on um, uh, Shelmon's beach, and we see good pal Shelmon again. And... There's uh, they they go to save what they think is someone out in the water, but it's Shalmon hiding in a little uh, inner tube. He's learning. For he's learning for the rookie Digimon defeat him, which has Ty thinking like, oh, like we're getting stronger, like so we can we can beat the Dark Masters because we need strength, and that's what Piximon probably meant, and we're just getting stronger all the time. And so what happens next is they see. A snack bar and like the idiots who, who they are who they've never learned despite constantly bringing up like hey this could be a trap and we've been yep. trapped like this before they still fall for it scorpio mon who is metal cedar mon's favorite lackey i guess for now uses sand to trap them into the uh the snack bar and also knock them out and the only people who managed to not be there are mimi and joe because mimi tripped and joe the gallant knight that he is got her boot for her so they have to square off against Scorpiomon and also rescue the Jadestin because Metal Seedramon is about to kill them and even lights the snack bar on fire while like they're all passed out and like just getting out. And so basically it's Zudamon versus Limon. They do have trouble fighting Scorpiomon, but they beat him. They get them out and then they start uh, floating away. They start running away on Zudamon at the end of the episode to get away from Metal Seedramon through the water, which kind of a dumb move, but uh, you do you. So yeah, it was basically their first core confrontation with Metal Seedramon, seeing Scorpiomon, I forgot his name, even though I just said it like 12 times, <laughs> and sort of figuring out that like, again, they're outmatched, so they got to regroup and come up with like a good plan. Okay. And I love this episode. I love Metal Seedramon, <laughs> uh, who I wrote in my notes at one point as Mullet Seedramon because he asks how his hair looks. <laughs> and he is no business in front, all party in the back. That's Metal Seedramon. Yeah, he's got a very much like a... Yeah, he's got like very much a, a bit of a helmet hair situation going on. Like It's very much like he wants the long locks, but he also has a metal face. So he's uh, he's not got much many options to work with, unfortunately. So, uh, it was kind of interesting. I completely forgot Shelmon was even back. Yeah, it was a nice throwback. And I did like Ty's logic, and I thought it was weird that they kind of almost sort of argued with him to begin with, of like, no, we're not stronger. And it's like, no, we totally are. We just kicked that guy's ass without even digivolving. 
It's like, yo, Izzy yeah, that... or Tentomon being like, do I look stronger? And Izzy be like, I don't know, like, make a muscle. And then Tentomon just falls to the ground like I was. <laughs> that was... Good. It's like, wow, like, y'all are really dunking on your Digimon. Like, they're trying their best, and you're just saying, like, y'all ain't... There's, there's always a lot of back and forth. You know, there's always a lot of bumps between the, between them all, and, and, and it's good. And even even Kara's like, maybe Shelmon's just weaker, and it's like, wow, y'all really don't have the confidence in yourselves, do you? <laughs> I, I like that yeah, I like that entire sequence. However, it included an unforgivable retcon. Oh, what's the retcon? The unforgivable retcon is during a flashback of Greymon defeating Shellmon for the first time, he incorrectly just says Nova Blast instead of Digi Nova Blast. That is not okay. They should be fired for that blunder. I really hope <laughs> someone was fired for that blunder. Oh no. We've now had two unforgivable retcons, that and Mimi being able to sing. Exactly. It's it's I can't believe that they, they, they made such a, a flagrant error. I mean, it's right there. You can just watch the old tapes. It's in our podcast title. They should have known. Exactly. How could they? <laughs> <sighs> I, anyway. I don't understand how they keep falling for these same tricks of just, oh, there might be food over there, even though every time we find magical food, we always get owned. Yeah, Let's just try again. I love how I like every the, single time this happens, the dub comments on it. Like, when it happened in the Koketarimon episode, they, they comment on it. When it happens in this episode, like, Izzy comments on it. And the Japanese version, they're just stupid kids and they fall for it every single time. The, the, the like, I like that they just entertain the thought for, like, a good, a good like, 30 seconds or so of, like, yeah, that was probably a terrible idea. And then they eventually all, one by one, just go... Eh, YOLO, and just, like, run over there um, and immediately get They're like, there like... might be pizza and chili dogs. We might as well And Honestly, if I were in that situation, I'd probably do that, too. They just got... I mean, they did just get all their asses handed to them, like, several times over by a bunch of, like, carnies. So, you know, <laughs> why not? Like, I guess the... I can understand the temptation. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the sub, when they're running towards it, Izzy says, it could be a mirage, but I don't care. And in the dub, he instead says, we should probably be careful, like, we, this has happened to us before. Yes, exactly. Like, like half of my notes... Digital world. For this episode are just, you fall for, you fall for this 12 times, why would you do this? No, you're all idiots, like... Come on, guys. It, it's like, it's like the opposite of, like, Wily e. Coyote or something, where, like, <laughs> it's like his traps never work, and then this one is just like... Perfect. They they always fall for every single trap that's put before them, and it's great. It's yeah. It's, it's basically just the tunnel painted on the wall. Yeah, exactly. They run into it every time. <laughs> the dark master is just like these. These freaking kids are the biggest morons I've ever seen. <laughs> it's worth pointing out they don't all get caught. They obviously uh, yeah. two of them. Two of them do get, um, get away with it and trips out of her slow- boot. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, she doesn't actually do it on purpose, of course, because uh, there would be no way Mimi would be that smart to figure out the uh, the trap uh, hey, when no one else could. Hey. So. <laughs> Don't you take that back. <laughs> I'm gonna let, let you take the reins on this. What did you enjoy this this episode uh, about this episode? Uh, I certainly didn't enjoy the the, the Jomi moments that made me absolutely feral. I mostly just enjoyed <laughs> the uh, Scorpio mod talking about clams. Yeah. Okay, okay. Just, no, just I, do, I, do you, Jamie? Those, okay, no, hold, it was hold really up. good. Hold, hold up. I wait, love... wait, wait. Before you start, did you know that in Japanese, Scorpiomon's name is Anomalocaramon? I don't oh, like no. that. 
Yeah, that sucks. It's apparently an extinct genus of scorpion. Great. I'm just stalling because I know you really want to talk about this. I just... <laughs> I need to be on my soapbox. <laughs> I know that there's these moments in the Dark Masters yeah. arc. And Let's get this over with. Y'all are going to like kick me from the podcast. <laughs> how, how and can then we you're just going to give me the, the audio files anyways. But okay, here you go. But you're not welcome back yet. <laughs> no, I really like it. Again, it sort of shows these moments of how... Like, you see in the beginning, Palmon even says to Mimi about Joe, she's like, because he's, like, shouting at her to... He's like, oh, it's your turn to carry the bag, like, the first aid bag. And Palmon's like, oh, I think he likes you. And Mimi's like, oh, no way. And then now you see, like, him helping her and them getting, like, these crazy hijinks of, like, doing the shush face while they're hiding from Scorpiomon and Metal Cedarmon and teaming up to fight Scorpiomon. Ah, oh, so good. I love it. I wish it was canon. It basically is in my heart, but yeah, they're really right. good. They're really good. I love I love their dynamic together, and also Gomon and Palamon sort of get that good dynamic. And it's just a really good play off each other of, like, yeah. sort of ditzy, popular girl, and stressy uh, nerd boy who would be unlikely allies in any other situation, but who have grown to be good, close friends over this time. Yes. So yeah, it made me feral, and it's the main ship. It's the number one ship of the Nova cast. Yes, it's it's totally just the romance from Clueless. Obviously, just in except with less stepbrothers. Yeah, except we we watched that film recently, and I was like, "Hang on, I don't understand." Poor Rudd is like her brother, or but not really. Like that's yeah. It was it was it was really weird. Also, they used a bunch of slurs in that film. I did not remember them doing so. It's it's uh, aged. Less, it's Jomi is that, but less I word. <laughs> I word. Ikakumon. So are no, you telling me? No. What is telling me is that if there's ever a live action movie, Paul Rudd needs to play Joe. Also, <laughs> um, Scrafty, now I need to know, are those lines also charged in the sub? They are not as charged in the sub. It's a pretty standard, like, exchange between friends. Thank you, Jeff Nimoy <laughs> and Bob Buchholz. I saw that they wrote this episode, and they're the uh, ones they, who are helping me stay well-fed. This episode was written by Ardwright Chamberlain and Sean oh, is it? Okay, I, I missed it. Okay, I'm sorry. Never mind, you guys. You, you're all right, uh, but Jeff Ardwright Nimoy Chamberlain... The, you know, the, you're the, the, the head writer, so it's possible that he had his, uh, his little Jomi tendrils in, the, <laughs> in their brains. <sighs> Look, I know the Dark Masters arc from here on out. There's a lot of these moments, and... Y'all are just gonna have to deal with it when we get to them. <laughs> Scorpion One is a fun villain. I really like how little he actually gives a damn about his job. <laughs> like he he just instantly just gives up like two minutes into chasing Joe and Mimi down the down the beach despite being <laughs> like was four times their size. Such a good chase sequence because you can see like how slow they're all running. Yeah. Like, Joe and Mimi are basically in a light jog, and Scorpiomon can't even keep up with that. Because he's so full <laughs> from all those clams. Yes, yes, he is, he is awful up, and doesn't give a damn. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was like, I felt like I was kind of almost missing a joke with the, like, editing of the sequence where, like, you know, they they stop for breath. They're like, <laughs> you know, he stops for breath, and they stop for breath, and then they just pick up again, like it's bloody Scooby-Doo or something, like, but... Yeah, it was just it's just a really silly sequence. It's so of, um, good. I love that so much. 
Also, Zudomon basically breaking Scorpiomon's skull with the hammer was kind of like, wow, I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that, Scorpiomon, he gets it kind of rough in this episode. <laughs> he does. <laughs> like, he gets set on fire, he gets dropped from the sky. Yeah, what you just said. He, yeah, he really takes a beating, so... You know, I think my my low key favorite part of the episode is when Middle uh, Citramon realizes that the kids aren't in the the snack bar when he burns it down. He's just like, he's just Scorpiomon. How did this happen? And <laughs> <So>, like, <laughs> he sounds like, like somebody set me on fire. Oh, is you? <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> he just like, runs yeah, like, to the sea. He just sounds so like incredulous. Just like, how did this even happen? Like, what is the sequence of events that led to you being in there? <laughs> I also love his line, which is probably the line I remember most out of all of this original series. And I remember, like, like perfectly, like, even, like, as we were starting and I was watching it again, it's uh, Metal Seedramon, as he's about to set on them on fire, says, it was a rare pleasure knowing you, medium rare, and then he just starts, like, yucking it up. It's so yeah. good. That is, like, it, peace Digimon pun. It's not even, like, it's not even, like, um you know just like a a standard pun it's the delivery of it like you know it's, I, I, it's exactly I still it's the find delivery of voice kind of like weird to be honest but he's he's the delivery is that i've been watching a lot of um you know what it reminds me of i've been watching a lot of ducktales and okay. uh, like the new version and right. the guy who voices flintlock uh, glomgold in that flintlock glomgold he has this like amazing delivery where like he'll just like start a sentence He'll start a sentence a bit like this, and then burst into like really loud angry in the second part of it. And it was very much like that. It's just like it was a rare pleasure to meet you, medium rare. Ah, yeah, it's, it's just like if it wasn't so that, good. if it wasn't like that, like voice, like I don't think it would hit that hard. But it's like the way he does, like he goes in like so loud voice, and then just starts like ha 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 ha. It's the funniest thing. It's yeah. it's real good, yeah. I I like this episode. He has such a good voice performance, and it's even like like he said like Scorpio Mon, how this happen? Like the way he just like <laughs> it's it's Plankton saying like if you want to be smarter, you talk, you just shout everything you say. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Uh, I I did like yeah his his appearance in here. Uh, I just find it extremely fucked up that they dragged his body into the into that the hook so... to get set on fire. I honestly thought that was Scorpiomon's corpse, and I was like, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird, and also like you know, is is it? Did they even know it was fire? Like it, it could have been like laser death or something. You know, it's like <laughs> it's so weird, and like they've had no problems with killing Digimon before, but. You, normally they're like world-ending threats rather than you know just a yeah like like we see with shellmon most crap. of the digimon that they yeah. actually kill are the bad guys and not just like ornery digimon who like yeah, you exactly. walked on their lawn yeah exactly like shellmon lived another day both times they fought him so yeah you know it's weird it's, it's it's one of those moments where you kind of have to take a step back and be like yeah, this show maybe needed like an editor in terms of like what how they actually beat the Digimon sometimes because sometimes it's kind of messed up. Yeah, sometimes they just dis- literally yeah. destroy into non-resemblance of any living <laughs> organism. Yeah, and then and then and then uh, he gets actually killed by yeah, <laughs> exactly. you see Digimon the outline. The toss. It's honestly the most like Looney Tunes thing. Up, he just takes him up, drops him, and then as the dust clears away, you just see the outline that he landed in. But he's just digitized. Yeah. It's, it's just that it's, it's just lot. that old flash 
it's just that old Flash game where you've got the guys attacking the castle and you just drag them into the sky and yeah. <laughs> drop to the death. Like that, that's the death. Of what, that's the death that he it's had. So whenever whenever yeah. Metal Tiron flies, it's the funniest thing ever to me because he doesn't move at all. Like he just hovers into the air, like friggin' Poochie returning to his home planet. <laughs> yeah. He no, I was flies. I was thinking I had that in my notes of he's in the forest talking to Scorpiomon, and then like no animation, he just slides out of frame <laughs> to like walk away. It's the funniest thing. Yeah. You should just like a, you add a little yeah. slide whistle sound effect whenever he moves and it would make it ten times better. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I... Metal I, I'm, I'm, I Metal Seedramon also calls uh, Scorpiomon, you chuckle-headed cockle shell. <laughs> which, again, the delivery makes it so hilarious. Like, it's just a, a, like a baby insult, whatever. But it's his delivery is so good. I can't overstate that enough. Doug Airholtz really... He really chews the scenery with these episodes that he's in because all of his lines are just very well acted. Like, he got that role and he was like, I am going to live it up as much as I can while I'm still here. Yeah, I'm, I am <laughs> yeah. really curious wow. like, how much of the voices they choose for these characters are the actors themselves and how much of the voice director. Like, when they sit down in the voice booth to, or stand up in the voice booth to record this, like, what what wrench through their head when he decides, you know what, I'm going to take this this big metal sea serpent with a gun face and, and give it a surfer dude accent. Because, yeah, we've you've said it, like, the differences between the Japanese version is, like, he's just, like, villain. But here he is, like, really, like, just loud, angry surfer dude who is just fed up with incompetence constantly. Yeah, they, they and I think there's a lot of overlap between, and you see this more later on as like folks like Steve Blum start getting involved in the writing process, but the um, the Digimon like localization team were clearly, at, clearly the voice actors and the writers, or the localizers, whatever you want to call them, ha- had a lot of collaboration and so on, like it's really evident, so it's probably a mix of both I'd say, like in terms of direction, I imagine it basically came down to, you know, what if I did this voice or whatever and then they were like yeah that'd be funny so let's just go with that and <laughs> you know whereas whereas yeah in the in the original subversion you obviously had a director there to like install their vision of the show onto the onto the performances yeah yeah which i i can't imagine anyone thinking about it that hard well oh, sorry no that that's that's demeaning sorry i can't imagine anyone thinking about it in that way for the us dub process it's honestly like these the Dark Masters would not nearly be as memorable without these performances. I feel like, like they're just a bunch of jokers. Otherwise, they are. Yeah, like I said in the last episode, they they're introduced. It's not a very impressive introduction. So yeah, a lot of it comes down to yes, the performances. Uh, I still find Metal Seedramon's voice incredibly jarring, but it does have its moments as this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's stirring in the best way. If if I have a choice between generic and forgettable and cheesy but memorable i will always go for the cheesy but memorable personally yeah i would i would Could agree have like a pirate pirate voice for him i'm just that saying would, that, would be, that would be amazing too <laughs> give him an eye patch and that will be his return in a digimon adventure colon yeah exactly anyway as a as a, as a scorpio myself pour one out for scorpio mon the king, the man, the myth, the legend, the gigantic holding. It's, it's sad that he's gone, but I'm happy that I don't have to say Anno Malo Caroline anymore. I'm well, just you hap- didn't have to say it again, <laughs> but, you know, there you go. And also the way he's just so obsessed <laughs> with clams 
And he's like, I'm just going to eat these. Like, dude, just he just did the 9 to 5 to get fed. And you know what? I respect that. Yes. Uh, Drafty, I need to ask also, because of the, the weird editing, does episode 41 also end with, like, just them running away from Meryl Cedramon? In, in the Japanese version, this episode ends where the next one begins with Waymon rescuing them. Okay, that's... That's so weird and frustrating. Like, why can't they just? Yeah, like I said, it, have, it happens it with better. literally every episode we covered this week. They, they they chop off the end and put it like transplant it onto the beginning of the next one. If I were a Digimon adventure editor back in the late nineteen nineties, early two thousands, I would simply do it better. So wait, so you're telling me like they just have Way, uh, like Wayman show up and save them at the very end of the episode, and then it and then it's over? Like, yeah, because like, the first like four minutes of the next episode are the last. Five minutes of this episode, basically. I'm gonna be honest. That sounds bad. Like that. That sounds like a weird way to do that because you're gonna end on like a moment of like continuity anyway. Like what happens next? So you might as well yeah. do the more exciting one. Where yeah, honest, honestly, because it ends with like what? Like he destroys Zudomon, uh, Gomondi digivolves, and then like that's it, right? Yeah, uh, away. Yeah, sure. Like a uh, Lilymon distracts Metal Seedramon. I remember. Zudamon's flying off, and then it's just sort of like they get beaten, and then like that, it's like, oh no, what'll happen next? And it's like, you could at least show us Waymon, I guess. Like, I don't know. The editing is just really not super great in these episodes, sadly. Overall, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So there, there were just two more little notes I had written down here. When Zudamon's in the water, it looks he looks like a giant guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, kind of. He does, like, yeah. His like stance and and general body shape, like, it looks like a big baked potato. <laughs> yeah is there a guinea pig did you mind i need to know this i i will look it up and then the thank you the other note i had was why the heck does lilymon sound so jarring in the dub and i i, I think that's the reason to find out is because of her wing sound oh i didn't even think about i didn't even really notice that her her the sound that's used for her wings in the dub is a friggin' like it sounds like a fly buzzing around like a really high-pitched like, okay insect sound but in the, in the japanese it's like a you know sparkly fairy sound kind of mm-hmm. okay i didn't and even it's realize a weird that. thing is like it's instinctively that that sound produces anxiety in me <laughs> because of how oh. like how like high-pitched and shrill it is so hearing it coming from this like you know serene fairy character is, is strange yeah 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 okay should we uh do we have any last notes for episode 41 or do we want to Get back, get right into the end of the, this group of episodes. That's all I have. Yeah, then let's move on. Let me let me check. Do I have any? No, I I think uh, I covered everything I had to. Uh, Yomi, that's it. That's okay. I'm done <laughs> for this for this set of episodes. That's the tweet. That's the tweet. Yomi, <laughs> the money, and I'm winning at the game show. That's that's the episode name now. I, I already <laughs> used that in a tweet, and I couldn't hold it back, so I can't. Like I could, I can't in good consciousness do that. I'm recycling <laughs> jokes. Let's okay. Next bit. Let's get on to episode forty-two. <laughs> this bit's over. Yeah. All right. I'm not saying. I'm not saying a word from here for the rest of this episode. Do, do we, just before we get into this. Obviously, there's forty-two, and then and then there is. Bullshit 43 that we cover as well, and, and the reason for that is obvious. So, Crafty, are you going to separate those out, or are you going to... Because in the Japanese version, as I, I'm I, under- gonna do a- as I understand... Yeah, I'm going to bang it out all in, all in a row, because once again, they, they make a, a baffling editing choice where this is the episode of Metal Seedramon's Defeated. That is a pretty significant event. However, 
and the English dub, for one reason or another, they chop off the end of the fight and transplant it onto the very beginning of the next episode, which is entirely, which is otherwise entirely unrelated to Metal Siegermon. So, to make things more thematically consistent and give ourselves an easier stopping point, we are covering up until the end of the Japanese episode 42, which is Metal Siegermon's defeat. It's about yes, like which in the in the dub, in the dub brings us to about like four let's minutes. Say about five minutes into yeah. the into episode forty-three. Yeah, about so. four or five minutes. Use your best judgment. We basically cut it off to uh, when Puppet Mon says, "I'm tagging in now." Essentially, so yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll we'll get to that. This is if this seems confusing, don't blame us. Blame the dub. <laughs> we we love you, dub, but you make some weird choices sometimes. Yeah, we are still dub focused, but like the point problem here is that ending on this episode would just be an awkward a really really yeah it's shit stopping point like it's no two ways around it so this is for the sake of you know a, a, a recap that's worth a damn i suppose yeah so, for the sake of closure yeah it's yeah, exactly. because, because we're covering both it's sort of like a it's better to do this but also it gives us that nice stopping point of okay we have covered metal Seedramon, and now we're gonna get on to the other dark masters in the next episode yeah exactly right all right, so without further ado, this episode, as we touched on before, and the dub opens with Waymon showing up to save the kids and carry them away by swallowing them in his strangely spacious belly. Metal Sutramon's not taking that, though, and he sends out a squad of Divermon to go search for them. Waymon ferries the kids to a distant island where they chill out for a minute and uh, try to figure out a plan, which is when... Izzy describes to Ty that the weapons on Wargreymon's hands are known as the Draymon Destroyers, which will give him a tactical advantage in their fight against Metal Seedramon, who is, as the name suggests, a Draymon type. However, the Divermon catch up with them, and they escape by swimming to a high-pressure area under the sea, which crushes the Divermon's tanks and forces them to retreat. However, when he surfaces again, uh, Metal Seedramon is waiting for them to, to ambush them. Agumon warped the Javelves to Wargreymon to fight him off, but unfortunately he's kind of taken by surprise and would have been killed if it wasn't for Waymon diving in the way to block Metal Seedramon's uh, laser blast. Uh, Wargreymon takes this opportunity to use his Brave Tornado to brutally eviscerate <laughs> Metal Seedramon from the inside out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, so good. that's what we end this episode with. The rest of the Dark Masters going, oh, I guess he's done, and the Puppetmon deciding he's going to tag in because... Uh, World Rumble's just beginning, baby. The death scene is so fucking good. Oh my god. Yeah. It's so good because it's just like... Waymon just instantly gets like, you know, shot directly through the face. His, by you see the bullet hole Cedra go ball. through him. Yeah. Like, that and was like a lot. He's got, got like a mile-long bullet hole in his face. And then and like, the, I, I, oh, I, War, War Greymon just goes, well, F you then. And then just completely, you know, shreds him apart from the inside like he's... You know, will it blend or something? Metal Digimon <laughs> episode, like Jesus Christ, it's so vicious. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's especially jarring because I, I I forgot to touch on it, but in episode forty, um, there's two different shots of characters getting getting stabbed by Piedmon, Wargreymon, and Chumon both get like straight up impaled by him. Yeah, but they cut both of those shots out in the dub, and yet they left both yeah. of these in, like Waymon getting a, a crater blasted in his face, and you have Metal Sigramon getting shredded from head to tail. <laughs> The Metal Seedramon one is one of those ones where it's like, you can't really see, like, you know, the not that, not that they really have any actual gore, but, you know, the, the, the detail of what's going on. You can just see it. It's almost like a like a Looney Tunes thing of just, like, the poking around inside the inside the monster or something like oh, that. Oh, God. Um, and then he 
guess it comes out the other end. But it's it's like it's not graphic, but also the way it's animated. It's a lot. It, it really is. It's such a like, well done. If this was like for kids, you would see them like having like lollipops like over like the, the giant like bullet holes <laughs> or something. I could see them. No, I could see them just doing something like reusing like a Terra Force animation and and you know having a disintegrating shot them. Them going, oh yeah, like yeah. that would be that would be the alternative, right? But they probably looked at him for. No man, this 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 kicks ass. We have to keep this in. Honestly, it is that like battle scene is pretty good, especially because Metal Seedramon is literally about to get his big chompies on with Wargreymon. <laughs> yes, he's about to he's yeah. about to Wargreymon. It, it's such a good moment. Did you just say Vordramon? I said he's about to Wargreymon. Oh, god, that's even better, but also worse. <laughs> <sighs> You win this time, Scrafty. That's that's that's. Oh well, I mean, that's this podcast I, I, I was going to be better, make, but also worse. This also makes me feel better about pointing out the moment earlier in the show when they're eating the fish, <laughs> and then Agumon, Agumon eats that one fish whole. <laughs> it just looks like I, like I promise you, Agumon. I, I have decided like, that is going awful. to be the title card. It has going to, to be the title card for this week, and yeah. you cannot sway me. No, it has to. Yeah, be. I would be upset that. if it wasn't. Honestly, I guess we have to do. That. We have to. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Now that's settled. Let's get back to yeah. I think the thing about that moment, uh, not the not the Agamon eating a fish moment, the uh, Wargreymon <laughs> destroying Metal Sigemon moment. It's it, I didn't realize it came. I, I sort of half remember that yeah, Waymon dies here, but it, I didn't realize it came like immediately, like a second after that moment. Like Waymon dies, Metal Sigemon's dead five seconds later. Like it, it's so like it's the first time you see anything remotely remotely like close to like a revenge moment or something like that or like mm-hmm. you know a digimon lashing out in anger or something like that it, it's it's cool they don't even really frame it like that it's just sort of like implied by the pacing of it all so yeah and i honestly i do really appreciate it because it makes waymon's sacrifice feel more meaningful like he did legitimately give them an opening yeah it wasn't like a yes. no he's dead and then he dies and then they attack yeah it's yeah and he, like, as he's dying, he's even like, Digidust, and like, please save this world. Like, and though it's not explained yet, like, Waymon is not coming back. Like, this, he, I, it feels like he knows what he was doing. And he took that risk because. Yeah. The lives of the many are more important than the lives of the Waymon. <laughs> How's that for culture? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's All some the- good culture. Honestly, all the all the you know the the file island and server Digimon that we're running into again now and so on, they are basically all here to eat a bullet, like if if needs be, like that's their purpose right <laughs> now. Are, that's so sad. Yeah, but you know, there's plenty more of that to come. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think we'll see we're, some more. Of that we're soon. in for the suffering arc, basically. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, it's it's it is what it is. So, uh, but yeah, Wayman's cool. I, I liked seeing more of him. I think his voice actor is still great. It really I, is. I just enjoy I, the like the I mechanics. Took, I can't believe it took me until this episode to realize that Waymon's voice actor is doing a Rodney Dangerfield impression. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't even realize that. That's pretty cool. Kind of. I guess. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, like he's got the Dangerfield puns and everything. Like the, the delivery of those puns is the exact same as Dangerfield's is. It's real. I'm so it's, used to just there's there's the one. Where he says like it's like oh do, like do you know Waymon? And he's like of course I know Waymon. <laughs> also, him mentioning that he charges by the mile. 
is really good. <laughs> I guess it's a lot. It's it's gentler than than Ninja Field. I think that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm used to hearing that guy's voice from like his appearances on The Simpsons and then also that bloody movie where he's a dog. Um, but uh, oh, you're talking about the the, the hidden classic of uh, 20th century really? animation, Rover Dangerfield. Yeah, they played that on Cartoon Network like nonstop <laughs> when I was younger. It was, ugh. Yeah. Anyway, also I'm pretty sure Cars ripped off the plot from that film. But anyway, <laughs> the thing with that, yeah, yeah. So uh, Wayman's what? Yeah, it's a bit gentler and and a bit like more sort of calming, I find. But now that you say, now that you say it, yeah, I think I think there is a bit of bit of Rodney in there. Yeah, this this episode is just rife with with like shoutouts and references though. Like the episode in the dub is called "Under Pressure," which is like 100 percent supposed to be like the Queen David Bowie song. Sure. Oh, yeah. okay. The the when the when the Divermon first appear, they call each other uh, Red Leader, Red Blue Leader. Leader, and Gold Leader, like from from A New Hope. Star, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like how they say it's like there's only three of us. You can call me Jim. Like <laughs> that's it's so silly, but so fun. like they have they they gave each other names. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, and then and then the one guy being like, "You can just call me Jim," and then later on, he he almost like he has to like correct himself. Oh yeah, he's like, cool. he's like Red Leader." I mean, this is Phil. Like, this show is like when it hits, it really does hit. Like these little references and like how silly the humor is. So why are the Digimon calling themselves Phil? <laughs> or like, why do they have normal names? <laughs> like, yeah, that's not how Digimon work. They does just... does Agumon have a name? No, he's yes, yeah. he has a name. It's Agumon. Like they all just no, but call... does he have an, a human name? No, he doesn't. Good because I would hate that. Yeah. <laughs> if I... Agumon's name was Phil, we would have quit this podcast twelve episodes ago. <laughs> I feel yeah. like um, the the dub writers have a very shallow pool of of common uh, average show names because this is the second time in four episodes that they use the word name Jim. Oh, that's true. Jim's good. Phil is good. I feel like they could use uh, yeah. they could use Greg a little more. I think that's a very good average name. Yeah, Dave, Dave is always a good one. Oh, that's a good um, one. Yeah, yeah, it says loads. Bill, obviously, but yeah, no, that 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 whole the diving mom were just like. I, I did like how the sort of solution Waymon came up with, like crushing their their tanks through the through the gas. I, I did find that kind of pointed out a sort of design flaw in their very being <laughs> of just like. <laughs> Oh, this Digimon is literally called Divermon. It has, it comes, you know, born or whatever when it digivolves. It gets the ability to dive into, you know, water, but it isn't equipped to dive all the way to the bottom of the ocean. Meanwhile, this thing, not called Divermon, can dive even lower than it. Like it's just like a bit of a, you know, woe is me. Why, why was I born? Like Digi, Digi God <laughs> left them incomplete. <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly. It's it's funny because so, like uh, the the diver like the name Divermon is only in the dub and in the in the sub they're called Hangyomon, which is uh, from the Japanese word for merman. So I think that like Mermon might have been a more appropriate name for them. Right. Okay. That's good. interesting change. I'm guessing that was maybe due to the, like the the, the Gyo part because that sounds a little maybe a bit awkward. Yeah, I think like, even just like Mermon would be would be better. I think though. Yeah, it was Mermon, so you know. <laughs> Bit of overlap. That could that could get confusing, but that's, I don't that's, think I stopped them. I would, I would agree with you if there weren't like six different variations of certain of certain Digimon. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. There's there's too many Drummons. Now as we this need, episode points out. Now we need Mer Maramon. <laughs> it's it's an underwater mermaid Maramon. 
but he's still on fire. Yeah. Don't don't make sure you get that in the notes. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, he's yeah underwater fire, dude. Yeah, no. Um, I did like in this episode just as it's you know Metal Siegemon's last ride. The um, <laughs> I like that the Divermon. You know, they were there to essentially you know try and track down Waymon or whatever. And when they failed, Metal Siegemon was just like instantly like, oh well, sod this. I'm just gonna do this myself then and like instantly catches up with them after they after they uh reach land and and then you know all hell breaks loose uh kind of like that spoke to spoke to his effectiveness but also like i'm not sure why the divermon were there in the first place if if metal sujumon working alone is that effective he's just a dirty camper he was just waiting for like he posed on like a day in different locations <laughs> just waiting for him to show up yeah also, yeah, so he 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 comes across as like <laughs> kind of like effective, I suppose, which is nice. But also, like, why why does he have minions at all? I, I don't. Yeah, he he even in the dub he even has like, dunks on the Divermon when they're first introduced. Wait, sorry, he dunks on what? Sorry. When when the Divermon are first introduced, like Metal Sigmon dunks on them, like he calls them almost useless. Oh, oh yeah. right, sorry, I thought you were saying Devimon. Oh, I was getting confused. If I mean, if I were Metal Sigmon, I too would dunk on Devimon. <laughs> Yeah. No. This um, episode, for as like harsh as the battles are and like how sad the losses are, is also like one of the funnier episodes. Like you have like just so many moments of like Mimi's quips. You have uh, Waymon's puns. You have Ma- Mimi pulling off a, a killer giant swing on a Palmon. Oh yeah, that was that was so funny for some reason. It's like they celebrate for like five seconds. Mimi's just spinning Palmon around. It's yeah. a good episode. I really love this episode. I genuinely do. The the the, the scene where they're catching fish was was really fun. Like the Gatamon, that was nice as like an introduction of like Gatamon's dynamic within the like Digimon team because we haven't really had much of a chance for that so far. Yeah. Um, and so that, uh, that was nice. Gatamon and singing the... along with Matt playing the blues. I love Gatamon's <laughs> song. Yeah, like that that song was obviously only in the dub, but it's such a wonderful little character moment. <laughs> it's so goofy. Does Matt play the harmonica in the sub, or do they replace that with him, like, brooding or something equally, like, boring no, and non-personality-filled? He is playing the harmonica in the sub, but he's playing, like, his specific character theme, which he does a few more Ooh. times earlier in the show. That's pretty cool. I like so, that. Yeah. His, 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 his goofy line of just, like, is like, why did you stop playing, Matt? Oh, I, that song is depressing. It always gives me the blues, and it's just like... That's why it's that's, called that's such a, like, the blues joke. Like... You're literally playing the blues. God damn it! <laughs> oh. oh, oh dear. Anyway, uh, and and yeah, I just say yeah, this was a good episode. It was nice to see the gang back together uh, with with Waymon. It was sad to see him go. It was yeah, we'll have one of the better action action sequences we've had so far. And yeah, I I really enjoyed. I'll tell you one thing I really enjoyed was Izzy. What well, so when they were all inside Waymon's stomach or whatever the, wherever they were mouth i guess they is he like literally saying oh i just sort of hot wired <laughs> this gigantic <laughs> whale we're inside to uh you know see see borrow his eyes essentially like that was such like a cool moment of like oh these digimon are like you know I, I, that's the most i've ever done really with the concept of them being actual code and like machines and stuff I feel like, mm-hmm. and it was it was such a weird moment, but it was it was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I actually really I really did enjoy that. That was like, and it's kind of weird 
how it's talking about like, oh yeah, like I hijacked Waymod's view and now we're using him as like a periscope and then we're using sonar so Waymon can see again or something. This is just like the hit 2011 video game Mindjack. <laughs> God. Jeez, that's like You just callback. really reference Mindjack. We're bringing Mindjack back, baby. We're 2020 year the Mindjack. We're not bringing like Mindjack back. I feel like there's other examples of that sort of ability in other games, maybe? There must be, right? There absolutely like, is, but I had to shove... I had to shoehorn Mindjack in there. Someone's gotta bring it back. I I appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> okay. Alright, alright. I mean, nowadays... Uh, like, if they do that again in the new one, it can just be like, oh, can, they just, can he just, like, load up Twitch TV and start, like, <laughs> you know... Twitch plays Waymon. All of all like of the play. all of the uh, Bible thumps as uh, Waymon gets the hole blown through him. <laughs> Waymon, <laughs> yeah, like Waymon gets the hole blown through through him, and then it's just like the, you know, it's, I'm trying to think of a joke about like recent Twitch bans and stuff like that, but I can't can't <laughs> can't quite seem to piece it together. So let's just move on. Waymon was uh, diving further and further because he had to escape because he knew what happened to Doctor Disrespect. <laughs> you there either die with a massive hole through your head, or you live long <laughs> enough to say the gamer word on Twitch TV. So, <laughs> Metal Siege Ramon gets dispatched, and Puppet Mon just posts the Resident Sleeper in chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. One line I absolutely loved was when Izzy's doing the stuff on his computer, and Ty asks him what he's doing, and he kind of like is hesitant to tell him. And Ty's like, "What you think I'm too brainless to understand?" And Izzy's yes. like, "Yeah, but I'll tell you anyway." <laughs> that was such a good moment. <laughs> yeah, such a sick burn. They just, they just hate Izzy doing anything on his computer. Anytime he pulls it out and is like doing stuff, even though ninety percent of the time. It's relevant to like you know their continued survival or, or getting home or what have you. Like they just instantly like so mad at him. It's like it honestly feels like being around my parents and like using technology or something. Then they're just being like you know instantly terrified and afraid and suspicious of it. Like that's the same attitude all the Digi Destin kids have to Izzy pulling out his laptop. It's so weird, especially for they're like, afraid. They're afraid kids. that Izzy is going to give the digital world the Y two K bug. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah, get exactly. to we'll get to that in the movie. <laughs> Izzy's Izzy's laptop is is giving off five G rays, which, uh, as we know, <laughs> gonna yeah, gonna take yeah. this episode of the five G Corona so we can get that free uh, exposure. Hey, get the facts. It's, it's gonna be. <laughs> we're gonna get like such good SEO from that. Get the facts. Yes. Yeah, I just called the episode Izzy's five G Corona. <laughs> we'll get all of all of the boomer <laughs> engagement. Oh god, no. Oh my god. Also, the lore dump here of Chrome Digizoid was unexpected. Yeah, well, where did that originate? Because I've heard, I've heard them use that already in, in it's, it's a lore. It's a lore thing. Have they okay. used it before now? Because I don't remember. Oh no, it's a Zudomon's Hammer, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That, I'm pretty sure that that's when they bring it up. They're like, oh, uh, Padmon's like, oh, his hammer is Chrome. Oh, it's made, yeah, it's made of chrome digizoid, which I guess is different. I'm here on the wiki. No, it's the same thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Digimon lore right. is far too intense for me to comprehend. But then, like, he says Metal Greymon is, uh, sorry, he says War Greymon has the same stuff, right? Yeah, his claws are, I guess. Huh. 
Well, that would make sense, given he's the Draymond Destroyer. But uh, and he and uh, then uh, War Greymon shouting so much for impenetrable chrome digitoid armor looks to me like he got a little rusty and just tears through him. Yeah, no, I mean, like if you if you're gonna say like, ah, you can't get through my armor, it's like you gotta you gotta bring that up when you get through their armor. That's it's legit. Like, what are you gonna do? Stab me? Quote from Man Stabbed. <laughs> It's basically it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But once you say like, "Ah, oh, my armor is impenetrable," that's like, okay, so I defeat you from the inside somehow. Like that's just that's just the obvious like villain, you know, ironic downfall one hundred and one. Shortly, like yeah, they, they should they should have had him scream my hubris as he gets thrown through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really had the utensils to speak anymore after what Wargreymon <laughs> did to him. So yeah, rest in peace, you massive asshole. <laughs> Metal Siege, Metal Siege, I'm, oh, By the way, I'm confused. Like, uh, what's the sort of like lineage here? Does it actually go Siegemon, Mega Siegemon, and then Metal Siegemon? Is that like Champion Ultimate Mega? Does anyone? Know I, I think Siegemon's like kind of like a Metal Siegemon, and that like their their variation just kind of scattered throughout tons and tons of different evolutionary lines. Right. Okay. Because there's right, like, there's so like one of, yeah, yeah, like they're like Greymon variants, like Victory Greymon, who literally do not evolve from any previous Greymon types. <laughs> of course, yeah, no, right, okay, that makes some sense, I suppose. I mean, I figured like the rookie stage would be something weird, like Govalon or something, but I think it's like Biakuman, like the little uh, seashell guy. Oh, I barely remember that. Oh so, yeah, okay. okay, fair enough. It looks like a little cl- like you know the Pokemon Clamperol. It looks like that, but it's like green. Right, sort of rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm not very. I'm not very. That's a little, I'm not like, very... little gooey boy in him. <laughs> Apparently, there's a stage further beyond Metal Seedramon called Giga Seedramon as well. That's so cool. I want to see Giga Seedramon. I just, yeah, I just, I'm just sending. They all kind out. of just look the same, to be honest. Like the Seedramons. So. It's like, yeah. oh, that's such. That's a good look. It, it's it's just Metal just... Seedramon, but more. Yeah, Metal Seedramon with like a rail gun instead of a gun nose. <laughs> oh, and the carrier of the X antibody, of course. The X antibodies will always come back to haunt us on this podcast. Yeah, that's that's the 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 uh, sort of Damocles hanging over our head. He's cool. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm I'm into I'm into Kikisidramon. That's a nice you know extra step. And yeah, I also I also enjoy how at some point we're like, okay, we need to keep making cooler Digimon, but let's not bother making an extra level. Let's just say the all megas anyway. <laughs> like you you know. It is possible to go further beyond. I'm not a fan of that. Apparently there's also Waru Seedramon, which I can only guess is the, the Waluigi to Mega Seedramon's Wario. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's... yeah. Now, uh, we're, now we're getting into like the really like deep Digimon lore here on this podcast. Seedramon tennis. The deep savers lore. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, we're, we're ways off that, yeah. But yeah. No, anyway, Metal Seedramon, it was overall fairly decent. Definitely a plus five points for me for dying in a cool fashion. Yeah, that's, that's, that's he, he was impression. a great Maybe. villain for the brief time he was here. So I won't pour one out for Metal Seedramon because he's super evil, but thanks for being a good villain and having a great voice. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can I, I can sign off on that. And I will pour one out for, for Waitman, of course. Yep. Okay. Well, Waitman was a real one. Do uh, is there any other um changes between the sub and the dub besides like the big obvious ones of, oh, like when, when it ends, <laughs> where it ends? There's there's like a a few like minute ones, but like nothing 
super, super major. I, I remember there was one, there was a pawn I had to look up where earlier in the episode when the pressure starts getting to Kari and her, her ears start to hurt, the Japanese word for ears is Mimi. So when she says, my ears are hurting, everyone looks at Mimi for no reason. <laughs> huh. Oh, right. speaking of that part where uh, Waymon burps, is that like a fart in the sub? Because that's just honestly what I expected at this point. No, there's, they don't make a gas joke at all in the, in the sub, fortunately. Wow. This is, we, are, we are five episodes poop-free right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciated that in the in the dub they made a joke. But, you know, they referenced. It, they were like, "Okay, we need to make a line in here about that being a a fart joke." And they and they went the classy route with Kari being like, "Excuse me, yeah." But, but yeah, so I thought that was that was yeah. It's not that. It was a good episode. I think this was the the best one out of all the episodes. And oh, for sure. It's it's a good collectively yeah. cap yeah. off to this first Dark Master. Because, I mean, it was still, like, a very tough fight for War Greymon. Like, obviously, like, this was not a walk in the park, and it's not going to continue to be a walk in the park. So, we'll see how our Digidestin do, then. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of curious, sorry, just before we move on, just on the sub-feed-dub part. Okay, so because this episode got, you know, the, the War Greymon, Metal Siegemon stuff got sort of shoved to the end. It got shoved out the end of the episode and into the beginning of the next one. Was there anything in the, in terms of like the runtime between episode forty-two and, you know, in the sub and the dub, like, was there any, was it like just longer in the Japanese version? Because I'm trying to figure yeah, out how. Yeah, in in Japan they only have one commercial break right in the middle of the episode. Ooh. Okay. Oh, of course, right, right, yes. So they yes. they have a lot more time, which is why like Japanese anime openings are like over a minute and a half long, and sometimes the ending themes are like over two minutes long, is just because they have all that extra time versus uh, the American versions. Well, I was thinking that like, well, yeah, there is that, and also I think those you know the the OPs and EDs do you know they do decent money in terms of singles and stuff, but successful ones anyway, but. And yeah, they have the same deal over here in the UK with, when it comes to breaks. So yeah, we have one break in the middle of a show if it's a half hour long. You know, free free ad breaks if it's an hour long, etc. And no breaks if it's on the BBC. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for, for, for <laughs> Thanks, that. BBC, uh, for giving us no commercials on Digimon. Yes. No, no, we had it on uh, We had Digimon on ITV, so we got, we got ad breaks still. But just the one, yeah. So it was weird. Yeah, and I just totally forgot about the American format. And I kind of just figured that it wouldn't have had much of an impact on the show in general, but I guess now we're at the point where I guess it is having an impact. So, I mean, the show would have been more popular than ever at this point, and maybe they just wanted to cram in more adverts. <laughs> so they asked for, like, shorter episodes or something. It's possible, yeah. Yeah, that's the only sort of explanation I can possibly think of. But they could have just cut the recaps. Like, I get, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, the, the Japanese version doesn't have the recaps, because they, I guess, assume that you've seen the, the previous episode. Yeah, or, or, you know, it really doesn't need one half the time. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, and also, having it cut straight into Butterfly is amazing. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's nice. But yeah, no, no, that's fine. That, that, that's, that sort of answers my question, so... So, do anyone have any more thoughts on this episode before we move on to reader questions? No, I... Yeah, no, I don't. I This was... Like I said, it was good. I like... Aside from 40, which was mostly just kind of slow and poorly edited, it did have its good moments, I feel, but 
this was a good set of episodes, and it's like a pretty good start to this last arc of ours that we're covering. Yeah, this feels like a return to the sort of same sort of pace and so on that we last saw in like the Etamon arc, which I've got no problems with, you know. Yeah, agreed. Should we get on to some reader mail then? Awesome. Well, if everyone's just about good to go, then let's yep. get into our reader mail this week. And Sloan, where can you send? Oh, I thought you were the one that said it. We can't mix up the the way we do things. <laughs> that that leads to anarchy. Scrafty, where All can right, we find then. the reader? Where can we send reader mail? Well, we can. You can send your reader mail into diginovacast at gmail dot com. Once again, that is d i g i novacast at gmail dot com. And we have some lovely questions from friend of the show Violet today. And first of all, she wanted to compliment you, Sloan, for your break music choices. Oh, thank you. I I have a lot of fun making the break music. It's I mean Digimon music. For the dubs, as corny as they are, are really enjoyable. Like, they're genuinely, like, fun butt rock. And uh, last <laughs> week, uh, we did Hey Digimon because it felt pretty fitting. And uh, now I'm just sort of cycling through the same music I'm going to have to because I've used every song once. And there's, like, seven songs, su- basically. I've got some suggestions, uh, Sloan, now that we're in the, the Spiral Mountain arc. <laughs> so um, you can probably figure out what I'm going to get, what I'm going to suggest from that. But uh, yeah, I... we'll talk afterwards. Okay. Um, I, I don't know yes, what you're going to suggest. You know, they are they are the monster friend to the boys and girls. So you know, hey Digimon, can't, can't they are the champions one. of the digital world? Yes. Yes. Okay. Questions. What we got? All right. So our first question of the the episode is. If you had to pick one main type slash genre of Digimon, which is like dinosaurs, plants, titimons, etc., <laughs> to get way more of, which would you choose? Just like more Fujimons, but like, you know, various color variations, kind of like it's Mortal Kombat or something. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, what the hell is like, like Soylent Green Fujimon or whatever? Like, you know, just. Yeah, we got like lava Frigimon and uh, lemon Frigimon. Lemon for ooh. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like make them like like make like a group of them that's like Power Rangers, but they're like different types of shaved ice flavors. So okay, you got okay. like grape Frigimon, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, yeah. straw like cherry Frigimon. You have like a uh, pina colada M- Frigimon, blue raspberry Frigimon, like Roman raisin, Roman raisin Frigimon. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking that's, that's kind of a tough thinking, one. I need to look that up, like the types. I was thinking of like you know, butter version of Frigimon. <laughs> that's just like mud Frigimon. Yeah, oh, that well, yeah, that like, that's your that's me. your peanut butter chocolate Frigimon. Yeah, well, like mud Frigimon is well, I guess he's I guess he has to be mud. There's no two ways around that. And normal Frigimon is snow. So, like, what other kind of like natural elements could make up a Frigimon? And I guess like. Like moss, maybe <laughs> something like that. I don't know, but yeah, more Fujimons, please. That's that's my suggestion. I kind of like uh, just speaking of Fujimon, like in general, like more like icy type Digimon are pretty cool. Like they're always pretty fun. They're always like fun, like like snow monsters and types of stuff like that. So I vote like ice snow Digimon, like Arctic Digimon, I guess. That's valid. Sure. What would yeah, you yeah. pick, Crafty? I want more robot dinosaurs. Yeah, that's that's also Hell that's yeah. super valid. There's there's only a few of them, but every robot dinosaur one I just love so much, and I, I would I would adore more robot dinosaurs. 
Digimon Zero Dawn make it happen? That's yeah. <laughs> that, that was that was a reference to the Illumination Four game Horizon Zero Dawn, which has loads of robot monsters. I do not feel that silence <laughs> was uh, was deserved. <laughs> well, that was a perfectly understandable reference. I, but I, uh, it took me a second. It took me a second. Yeah, there we go. A, a, okay, a slow okay, day. good, good. I thought it's I'd, Friday. Uh, I don't know. I'm very defensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We 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 still we still love you and your references. Okay. Okay, and. The second part of this email was which future Digimon arc slash moment are you looking forward to covering the most? And hard mode, no tamers. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say Adventure 02, the world tour. That's kind of like a fun jaunt. Really? Yeah, I'll probably say the same. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I'm also going to go chaos mode, and I'm going to say... I don't remember how many episodes it is, but Sakakumon and uh, Frontier, when they all go through the little orbs, I think that's kind of like an interesting idea. And uh, Mercurymon slash Sakakumon, I think it's Sakakumon, I can't remember. Yeah, it's uh, Sephirothmon in the Japanese version. <laughs> Sephirothmon, wow, that's... Huh. Almost that's almost. something. <laughs> I genuinely, like, He has like a really great voice, uh, Darren Norris voices him, and does a fantastic job, like pulling off, like, a Shakespearean just Dorcas. So I <laughs> genuinely, like, Frontier, that's my chaos answer is to Kakumon in Frontier, but in reality, it's the Adventure 02 World Tour for me. I'm just sitting here silently seething at the idea that anyone's looking forward to anything in Frontier. <laughs> I like, Darren Norris does a good job. That's why I'm looking forward to it. What, what else does Darren Norris do? Is he someone that I know? Darren, Darren Norris is best known as the voice of Cosmo from Fairly Odd Parents. Really? Yeah, he's he's got uh, a lot of range. I, I never put that together. Yeah, it's you don't notice it until you put that together because he does actually like doesn't just do solely like whiny nasally fairy voice. That's yeah, that's so weird. Cause I, I I can like vaguely remember what what Mercurymon sounds like, but like that's that's surprising to me. Yeah, that's his only his only role in Digimon is Mercurymon. But he he does a lot of like animation, mostly most notable for that. Yeah, he's also he was also in a, he was in um, God what was uh Tales of Symphonia as one of the villains, which is which was very memorable to me. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it just solely because of that because I like his voice. That's you know does what that's, that's war- totally fair. Does does all war game count as an arc? Because I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow that. Yeah. I'll allow that, yeah. <laughs> Warg, Warg, I mean, yeah, it is it is cool. its own condensed arc in one movie. I haven't seen anything after Tamers, besides the first few parts of Try, so, you know, no idea. Look forward to Sabres, how about that? All, all to, of Sabres. There we go. To the arc of the ship that I can't say the word of and Try, that's, so, that's surely going to be there and surely won't let me down, and that's why we're all looking forward to Try. And it won't let anyone down, and it's gonna be great. And I already know it's not real, but maybe we shouldn't watch Try. We gotta I'm watch Try. Like... If we don't watch Try, then we super <laughs> no, can't watch sake, Frontier. No. I could deal with Try. Try is not like outright terrible or anything. It's just boring. Yeah, tr- uh, like Try is a bunch of good ideas that's re- that's let down by poor execution. Frontier is just like fundamentally flawed. I feel like we have this yeah, conversation it's... in the emails of like every episode. <laughs> but try I, will disappoint I will not the be hell silenced. out of you. Blown. 
You shouldn't. You shouldn't be silenced. <laughs> they should put me on that friggin' uh, what's it called? Harper's letter. <laughs> oh God. People oh no, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that on this podcast. <laughs> no, moving on. Scrafty, Scrafty, what are you? Which, what are you looking forward to? I, I am looking forward to episode thirty-eight of Digimon Savers. Okay, that's a that's a highly specific pick. I, I know that that that's a highly specific one, and it's because I've watched that one part on YouTube probably six hundred times. I'm excited for Fair that. Enough. Then I will. I will do not need any context for that. I will just happily look forward to that. It's it's yeah, very two year, good. Two year time, whenever we get around to that. So I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way: so I, I, I always call Savers like the the revengeance of of the franchise. Right. If Savers is the revenge of the franchise, then that 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 episode is the the Senator Armstrong fight of, of the franchise. <laughs> that is that is high praise. I'm um, pretty excited. There is no way. There's no way that it can live up to that. But um, <laughs> I appreciate you know thinking that it could live up to that, and that has me excited. That has me excited. I do want to say thanks for the stipulation of no tamers because that did sort of have us have to think about other things I because mean, oh, when you think about it it's like yeah like i'm looking forward to xyz from tamers and if it was tamers i would have already had my pick but it's true, yeah it's yeah. not there's no like one particular part of tamers which stands out to me it's the whole thing like it is i mean one yeah really good but, like, I, could sort of, I would be able to pick something from tamers with relatively little trouble i'll be able to pick the parts of tamers that i'm less looking forward to like the that the davis stuff for example i always found that a bit oh i love of- that stuff no, it's good because the entirety of Tamers is good, but like it's it's a bit more. I find that that part of the show is a bit more formulaic than you know what you get later on. That's so, fair. Um, I'll accept that. You know the show the show the show starts great. That's a little less great, but still fine. And then once you get into the Digimon world, the show is just on fire from that point forward. So that's my feeling about it. Anyway, maybe that'll change yeah, with we watch. Which is why I'm looking forward to and that. We're regardless actually of what reaching that a lot quicker than I thought. I mean, we're almost done with adventure. We got yeah, no, it's going by. We've got like a half dozen more episodes left to cover adventure. Uh, Tamer or not Tamer's adventure. Oh, two certainly will take a long time because more episodes yeah. and we still got to sort of figure that out. And uh, we got some movies, but Tamer's is. It's in. It's within reach. I'll say that it's within reach. Yeah, I mean, we we also did blast through the first eight episodes of this series in like one go, which, which is you can't really can't, do with anything can't else. Can't do from now on. Yeah, no one. Uh, maybe like Frontier might have something like that. I don't know. But, oh, I um, hope God. I, I doubt it. Scrafty's like, yes, blow through the first twenty episodes of Frontier in the first episode. Well, Please. It's like five. It's like I said. It's like five kids, right? So. Like maybe six episodes or something like can just be that have that same sort of format. I don't know. Um, we'll we'll see. I, I know for a fact that Tamers does not introduce its characters that way. Thank God. Thank God. And and it's yeah. That's why it's good. And even does it yeah. too really. So yeah. No, it's good. And I'm kind of enjoying reaching this point of adventure, which is as I've said before. This is the, this is the arc I knew best uh, as a kid. This is the one I watched yeah. the most because I sort of joined on the train late, and most of the reruns and stuff were of the Dark Masters arc primarily. So yeah, this is the yeah. most memorable for me, and it's starting off pretty strong, mostly, mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I this is not going to be as good as the Mayotismon stuff. Like, yeah, no way. It's, it's hard. Sure it would be fine. hard to top that, really. Yeah, my my expectation is basically this is going to end up like if you're going to rank them. 
let's say like uh, Motismon is number one, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say the Devimon arc is probably going to be your worst one. But just by, you know, default, I suppose. Yeah. The Etimon one, I'd probably say is second best right now. And then the... Um, wait, I'm missing one? No, oh, no. I'm, I'm kind of thinking I'm kind of thinking as of the Digimon world part of the Motismon arc as its own thing. But that's not really... Yeah. The case. Anyway, if this ends up being like the second or even the third best one, then that's fine by me. I mean, so ultimately, I would still the... say the Devimon arc isn't terrible. It's mostly just no. sort of like... They were sort of winging it, and you don't get a lot of. It's just sort of rushed. I should, I guess, I should say, uh, Devimon's motivation yeah. aren't really there. It feels a little rushed by the end because you gotta fight the villain and kill him with your Digi X Machina. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's, it's. I still, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it's got like it's got like similar issues to like episode forty that we've discussed in this episode, except like because it's more spread out. It avoids a lot of those issues as well but like you know it's still very sort of formulaic and so yeah but Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know the worst episode of the show that we've watched so far was in like the first part of the mytis monarch which is the overall the best one so you know there's 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 highs and there's lows mostly highs yeah i guess it kind of ebbs and flows but when it ebbs oh boy does it ebb it really does exactly so yeah um do we have another question, or was that it? Was that it? Uh, no, that looks like all of our questions for okay. this week. I'm just refreshing the mailbox quickly to make sure I wasn't. Anything that come through later? Losing anything that way. All right. Yeah. So we should we should be good for this week then. Thank, thank you, you so much, Vala, for sending in those yeah. great questions and kind words. Yep. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And as always, we really appreciate uh, reader mail. It's one of the yeah. best parts of coming here each week and talking about Digimon with you both. Absolutely. Yeah, like you say, coming here, it makes me feel like we've got a studio or something. <laughs> like the, the <laughs> no, no, Novacast HQ. Don't, don't make the illusion. One day, one day we will. <laughs> no, it's just, a, it's just a Discord, unfortunately. But, you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's fine. It's fine. It's, I mean, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like an internet studio. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Uh, we're we're doing this scenes. in VR chat. My avatar <laughs> is Andrew Wilmon. <laughs> I mean, someone has to do. Uh, someone has to be by shop just to keep that keep that joke going. Um, our, <laughs> our, our Discord server, the the icon from the very beginning, has been by shop the Pokemon from Pokemon Black and White. So because you, you know, sort of when you hear about people complaining like, "Oh, this Pokemon looks like a Digimon," I just thought like, "This looks like a dorky." I love by shop. Don't get me wrong, but he looks like a dorky Power Ranger Digimon. I'm just thing. saying. Genesect, the the Pokemon that was literally a an animal turned into like a robot with a rocket launcher on its back, was right there. That's just my personal feeling about. <laughs> I didn't Digimon have a picture Pokemon. of Genesect in my computer. I already had the picture of of Bisharp. Is it Genesect or Genesect? Genesect. Because Genesects would make a lot of sense, like because it's like you know it does that doesn't have a good mouth feel. I feel insects, like I think it's, I think it's supposed to be like Genesis, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's, I, I've seen the film. I know it's just. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just like throwing it out there as like. I feel like this makes more sense, but yeah, you're right. It's got bad mouth. Feet. If if we do do if we do do like a VR chat thing though, my my I'm gonna commission someone to make my VR chat model just lay Devimon, but with Demi Devimon as her head. <laughs> I love that. Yes, that's perfect. Mm, I'd have to so see that, that. Then I too can cause problems on purpose. 
See, the problem is, is that um, my default avatar for most things is Knuckles from the Sonic games. But oh, no. in, in, yeah, in VR chat, I don't really want to do that because uh, <laughs> the natural assumption then is that it's some racist arsehole or something like that, <laughs> you know, or like the one so... guy who's like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, no VR chat. Discord Scrafty, is. where can we find you at? <laughs> I am on Twitter at ScraftyDevil, and I'm very nearly done with Cyber Sleuth right now. Getting those final chapters. I've been doing a lot of grinding, trying to fill out my my Rolo decks of uh, of Digimon. Just Must so be nice. Uh, transfer most of them over to Hacker's Memory when I finish. Nice. Sloan, how are you doing with Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth for the Nintendo Switch? We should I'll, let's tell the story because I've already talked about it beforehand. I've talked about it on Twitter. I grinded for like four hours in the the Mirror Dungeon. I forgot to save. I had nearly gotten Belfamon, Leviamon. I had gotten a lot of Digimon. I went to go fight Dynasmon and Crusadermon. Had a bad fight. Thought, oh, I'll just restart. I'll just restart the game instead of taking the L. Because I'm like, that'll just be quicker. Forgot I saved and lost four hours of progress. So now when I play Cyber Sleuth next, probably later today, I am just going to do my last cases and finish the game. Because I am. I no longer want to see Cyber Sleuth again. That's so sad. F's in chat. F's Sloan, in the chat. Sloane just did the uh, she did the Wargreymon spin right through her slave, slave file just then. <laughs> Puppetmon is putting resin sleepers in my chat right now. He just does not care. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh dear. No, that, that, that straight up fucking sucks. <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> we've all deleted save files in the past, so, uh, you know, it we is have. Uh But yeah, Scrafty, uh, sorry, we cut you off a little bit to tell my sad tale, uh, I had to. Your tale of to. woe and misery. My tale of woe and misery. So we can find you at Scrafty Devil, I believe? Yes, that is correct. I am on Twitter at the usual place. Yeah, mostly, mostly just, uh, you know, playing, playing and trying to kill time in this, this never-ending hell world we call quarantine, so... Yeah, it's been a while. Wait, is quarantine... Quarantine, are we still doing that? Because it feels like we're not anymore. I, I mean, I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the... the Canada and the U.S. are still pretty heavily regulated. They they introduced new ordinances in in Toronto recently that mean that everyone has to wear a mask. Like it's it's the law now. Wait, you have ordinances? Yeah. That's so wild. I've never heard. I've never heard of laws designed to help people. <laughs> I mean, we we have gyms reopening in like two weeks' time or something. So. That's my feelings. <laughs> That's my feelings about that. Yeah, I. I can relate. Can relate. Yes, let's all go live in the digi- digital world, which has no problems whatsoever, as we've uh, as we've no, just no problems. Yeah, I'm fine with finding some scary clowns if it means we we don't have to worry about uh, that kind of ball crap anymore. Hey, I think we're already used to scary clowns running things, aren't we? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you were reference all the clowns that like would pop up in London. Remember when that happened for like a few months? That every, that, didn't that like happen in the US as well? Yeah, yeah, it started, it pro- it started, it, it started over here as well, yeah, but I think it, it, it probably did. I tried to avoid yeah. it because, quite frankly, I want to see less of scary clowns roaming my streets. Yeah, no, that, that was a thing. It popped up over here and, and they were like, you know, it was just some, some nomads. I don't know. <laughs> You've heard of Bozo the Clown. They got ready for Bojo the Clown. Yes. It's that it's the it's the uh, it's the political human machine from the Simpsons. <laughs> Hashtag God Founds in Congress are at it again. <laughs> He'll have to resign now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. Anywho, where can we find you, Sloan? 
Tom, uh, or wait, uh, Tom, where can we find you? Oh, we're doing out of order. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you can find. This will otherwise create anarchy on our podcast. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm next. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at uh, ColdManHot. Um, otherwise, just called Tom. I've been playing various bits and pieces. I've got I Am Man VR. That's very fun. Digimon's wise, mainly just watching this, watching the show, and uh, I'll be watching more of Adventure as well. Adventure, sorry, Digimon Adventure colon hyphen 2020 close hyphen. So did I say hyphen? I'm a parenthesis shit. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm <laughs> watching that, and yeah, just feel free to hit me up if you feel like talking. I got to get back onto that too. Maybe I'll do that today while I finish up Cyber Sleuth and just make this a Digi Friday. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, where can we find you, Sloan? Find me at Sloan Rosette. Uh, you'll find me. I've been tweeting a lot of my my characters, my party in Cyber Sleuth. I had a Justamon named Pepsi Man. Uh, my main team is basically <laughs> just uh, yeah. That was my, that was my most inspired choice. Was right. Just the mon named Pepsi Man. I have a Rosemon burst mode named uh, Mimi. Plesiomon named Joe because Vikemon was not really pulling the weight. Uh, I have a Lilithmon named uh, Lady because I was unoriginal and Lady Devmon. So what? Uh, Ophanimon named uh, Eartha after the incredible Eartha kit, as we've learned our references from uh-huh. thanks to the show. So thank you, Scrafty. Beautiful. Yep. And I approve of that. A soon-to-be uh, Pyeldramon uh, Paladin mode named Desperado. And That's awesome. That's cool. Because that. Desperado Hello. Blaster, and it's classic. And a burst mode Beelzemon named Goose, because he is causing so many problems on purpose. <laughs> good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Can I go for Rose? I'll probably go for Roserade if I had a Rosemon. I don't remember getting Rosemon in the game, but... Rosemon is... Is too good, honestly. Yeah. As expected. As, as, as should be. So next week, we will be covering the episode 43 that we didn't cover. So basically, from Puppetmon tagging himself in on to 45. And thankfully, we won't have to do anything funny for that, I hope. We'll see. Fingers yeah. crossed, knock on wood. Fingers crossed, knock on wood. But we will update you if it comes down to that. And uh, this was the Dijanova cast, and thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks everyone. This was a great time as always. As always. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks everyone. Yeah.